According to Mike and Tony is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. This is Pro Strongman Stan Carradine, and you're listening to According to Mike and Tony. This is Lacey McDonald from Project Exodus. You're listening to According to Mike and Tony. Yeah. This is Luke Cisna from Multi Blazer. You're listening to According to Mike and Tony. And just remember, we are not doctors. Yeah, you fuck with your boy Antoine Twine Sacks, Puff Puff Beer Representer. You are now listening to According to Mike and Tony, baby. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Mike and Tony Show proudly presents to you its 100th episode featuring Dominic Martinez, Mark the Couch Guy, and guest Jose Francisco Espinosa. And, and your, your host, host Mr. Tony Dollar, and Baron Von Pierce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> episode 100. That was awesome, dude. Every episode now. Can you do that for 101, 102, 103? Yeah. Uh, dude, it's good to be back in the studio. Yes. Uh, our 100th episode. Took us a while to get here, but we're here. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter the journey. Mm hmm. I know. <laughs> what is it again? The journey doesn't matter. It's only uh, how the we ending. got here. Yeah. So what is I it? I don't know. What is it? The, what's the started, scene? Started from the bottom. It's not, it's not how we started. It's how we got here, right? Is that what it is? It's how we end it. It's end the journey, it. I think, I right? No. Oh, fuck it. God damn, we are <laughs> <laughs> on a roll. Immediately on a roll. We are not proper. It's like, wow, they've really gotten a lot better. We are not proverb people. <laughs> <laughs> Give a man a fish and he'll use it in a bush. I don't what? That sounds perfect. So, I think announcing is your yeah. your forte. <laughs> I Maybe was, not. I was so excited when he said my name. I was I'm I'm pumped now. Yeah, I know. You almost dropped your sweet tea over there. Oh sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hardcore, buddy. Uh Fran, it's been a long time, dude. I hadn't realized you hadn't been here since the studio was finished, the basement's finished. And yeah, stuff. man. Everything's looking amazing down here. This is like a legit studio. Yeah. Thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And congratulations on your 100th episode. This is amazing. Thanks, bro. Your it's number so... one rated show in Colorado now. Yeah, sir. Still. 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 And still. And still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's perfect, man. Uh, and you're the perfect guest. That's why I wanted to have you on. You Do you remember our very first episode? Do you yeah. Remember that, well? that was a long time ago. That yeah. was like, what, six, seven years ago? No. <sighs> 15 or something? Yeah. <laughs> 2015? <clears throat> was making it? me yeah. feel old now. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm older than you, buddy. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, the years just fly by. I can't even believe it. Um, and you came out again for fifty, mm-hmm. which was when was that? Eighteen or seventeen? Yeah, like that. it was eighteen. Yeah, no, so. I was eighteen. Was that no seventeen? It was seventeen. Oh, was seventeen? That makes like sense. That. that makes sense. So, uh, but dude, you had all kinds of adventures uh, since we <clears> talked <throat> last, and uh, you had your eyes set on some pretty high goals. Uh, it was a blast watching you from afar. Well, yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I had a pretty uh, crazy 2018, you could say. Um, but no, it was actually like a really, really good year. I ended up, uh, you know, competing at the Mr. Universe, Natural Mr. Universe competition in uh, New York City last, what was it, last October, I believe. <clears throat> and I ended up winning, which was really, really cool. 
and then I um, went to the U the World Championships, and I ended up with a fourth place finish. Third. So you're third. You're third. Third, fourth. We don't know yet, to be honest. So I'll just say I'm at fourth. How place. did they not know yet? That's weird. Well, what happened was like <clears throat> through the grapevine. Like I really don't know. Um, and I'm not 100 percent certain, but I heard the guy who that had taken third place had uh, pos tested positive for uh, some sort of you know oh snap. something. Yeah, you're all natural. Yeah, so natural that's... bodybuilding. So we get polygraph tested before, and then we get pee tested. But yeah, that's like through the grapevine, through like the internet. So I'm not even sure if it's true or not, but it really doesn't matter to me. Yeah, well, so. a lot of shit went down right before the competition for you. Yeah, it was a crazy year for me, man. Like 2018 was a, a wild ride, you could say. Feel free to talk us through as much as you want because we haven't caught up in a while. And I know um, there was a couple of different injuries you dealt with. Oh, yeah, so... Um, uh, when he, in 2016, I think it was at last, did I have my calf, uh, was my calf busted last time yeah, I was here? He was, uh, yeah, he was. Was busted when he was here? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, yeah, I yeah, tore yeah. my calf back. And maybe even just give a little background for people who, if, you, if you're if you listening now and you haven't heard Fran on the show before, he's our first guest. He was on, also on episode 50. Yep. Go back and listen. You'll get a lot more background. Yeah, but maybe just a brief uh, overview of what you do, man. All right. Uh, well, like everyone said, my name's Jose Francisco Espinoza. Nickname is Fran or Mr. Universe. Mr. Universe, yeah. AKA, <laughs> AKA Craig. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been, uh, I'm a natural bodybuilder. I'm a professional natural bodybuilder as my side hobby, you could say. And that's a serious hobby, dude. Yeah. It's a crazy ass hobby, but it's fun. It's like something I'm really passionate about. So, uh, I've been competing for, Oh no, like over a decade now, close to a decade. And um, yeah, so I think last time I came, I had a busted up calf because, you know, I was prepping for, uh, I believe, I think it was like the beginning of my prep. It's such a long time ago now, it's hard to remember, but I ended up tearing my calf and I was, uh, I really fucked it up for a while. And then after that, is it all right to curse, by the way? Of course. hundred percent. It's required, actually. Cool. All right. And you got to talk about cocaine. All right. That's, that's one hell of a drug. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I busted uh, my calf. I had to take the year off or like six months off to recover. And then I had to put muscle back on and, you know, get ready. And then I competed in 2017. Um professionally i did pretty well that year and then 2018 was my my really really good year you could say where i won mr universe and natural mr universe and i was a lightweight so i was like one of the little guys who was able to win and then uh world championships where i took fourth place Damn. and yeah then afterwards i kind of decided to throw in <laughs> throw in the towel retire and you know see what other things there are in life besides being a meathead and spending hour, countless hours in the gym. I've been seeing that, man. You look happy. You got like a little family life going there. Yeah, I'm so. married now. Yes, sir. Um, I got married last summer. So yeah, things are good. You know? That's good, can't man. Go, can't complain. It's life. Um, but you know, like as you get older, you really can't be in the gym every fucking day, two times a day like I used to be. How, it, how long were you working out? Like how many... Uh, so I prepped from so prepping means getting ready for a competition starting my actual diet and you know sticking to it 100 percent. so uh my contest preparation started in june june 1st and i dieted until like mid-november holy crap dude yeah Fuck so i was freaky. like 180 and i got down to like 
low 150s. <laughs> That's so crazy. I got down to like very, yeah, I hit like a real, like a depleted, depleted low, like under 150, like 148 something. With the what fat percentage? Uh, I don't know. Like it's so hard to really determine your body fat levels these days. Even the DEXA scan isn't like 100% accurate. Yeah. Because uh, your your body fat can fluctuate based off like water retention and all those different things. So everyone's like, well, the DEXA scan is the most accurate you know, body fat. Well, it is, but it's not a hundred percent accurate. You know, one day you can, one day you can, you know, be 6% and then another day you could be like sub 5%, you know, if just depending on like water consumption, stuff like that. Right. So, um, I was very lean. I was to the point where I had like no fat on my ass. So you, it's called striated glutes in the, in, in the body, yeah, striated glutes in the <laughs> like bodybuilding world. So like when you get really peeled, in the sport, your glutes are shredded and your hamstrings are like cables, basically. Damn. So I got to that point where I was completely peeled. I had veins running up and down my ass and down my legs and stuff. So what was that like, like uh, mentally, like your mind state, mindset, and stuff? Like that? Um, you're exhausted twenty four seven. You have no energy. Yeah, it, it wreaks havoc on your body oh, yeah. overall. So um, bodybuilding isn't healthy. Like everyone's like, oh, it's natural, but it's still not healthy. Even when you diet down to very, very low body fat, it's you're you're really you're starving yourself for months and months. And you're trying to do it the healthiest way, but your body is still going through a lot of changes. Um, you're screwing up a lot of different hormones in your body. Your right. testosterone is gone to usually gets very, very low as a natural bodybuilder. Cause we're not taking, you know, a supplement, you know, that's what the guys who take juice, that's what juice is. It's just it's synthetic testosterone. So in our case, we don't get to take that. So our body actually stops or doesn't stop producing testosterone. It just lowers. So it gets down to, like I'd say, like the average person's testosterone is about, I would say the average person is about like five to maybe 600, you know? And I think I got down to... Shit, about 200, maybe less than 200. Wow. For testosterone. And like the high, high end is like a thousand. And then if you're over like a thousand, then you're usually on gear or something like that. You know? So I was down to nothing. So I had no libido. I couldn't get in an erection for about six months. Damn. I remember my. I'm going to be like scientific now. And then instead of I couldn't get a hard on, <laughs> I, couldn't, <laughs> I, couldn't, get I, couldn't, I couldn't get an erection. <laughs> Yeah. That's why, so. I That's why I tease him all no, the time. I was like, language. he's all show, no go. Yeah. <laughs> so when you look your best, you feel like you feel like shit. Yeah, that's crazy. So, um, and you can only like hold that for a certain time. Your body, you know, is always fighting against you. So mentally, you're in a state where you're always hungry. You have no energy. And as when you're at that state, when you're extremely, extremely lean, you're just thinking about food all the time and you're always wanting to just sleep or you're always in a bad mood you know it's it's not fun but when you have like a competition or something like that you really really focus in if you're that if you're that determined you know there's not that many guys like the top elite guys are the guys that can stick through that for that amount of months and get get down to that very very low body fat yeah you know, the guys that actually have some muscle tone on them. Because there's so many guys that can actually diet down to nothing, but they look like shit when they diet down. They just <laughs> skeletons. look like skeletons. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, 
Um, so it's fun. Believe me, I've done it for so many years and I improve each year, but I don't know. I'm taking a break because my body was beat up. And then after that, it took me a good six months just to get my testosterone back to normal. Six months? Six months, yeah. Damn. Now, did you do anything? Did you take anything? I started eating. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You got to eat. So, um... What kind of caloric deficit do you... you I was in about a... I'd say like 400, 500 calorie deficit per day. That's every day, though. Yeah. This is about 3,500 calories a week. So it was five or six months or something like that. So I was losing about a pound a week. And then as I got leaner and leaner, it started to slow down to like half a pound a week. And then when you're really lean, you're not really losing that much weight. It's just like body composition. So you're starting to look better, but your weight's the same. Damn, dude. That's why it takes so much mental fortitude, I think, to be Mm -hmm. a bodybuilder like that. Because it's as as you're getting closer to your goal, you're actually slowing down. You have to work harder to get less. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, oh, you just have to stick to your diet and just, you know, let it, you know, let time take. That's one thing, but you have to really, really, when you start getting to a certain point when you're lean, your body's going to start fighting against you. So, you know, you could do, you could say, well, you're in a 500 calorie deficit per week. You know, that's 3,500 calories. You're losing one pound of body fat per week. But when you're really lean, your body's going to stop doing that. Because it's going into like survival yeah, you're going mode. To start, yeah, exactly. So you're going to have to really shock your body to lose weight. So you sometimes have to lower carbohydrates. You have to lower calories. You have to increase calorie expenditure throughout the day. So you have to do more, you know, more hit cardio or more regular cardio. <sighs> You know, things like that. Yeah, holy you know, crap. Or man. just like have higher carbohydrate days. You know, try to mimic, try to change, you know, change your body, like trick it so you can have a high day, a low day, things like that, like carb cycling, different. There's so many different things that you can do, but you really have to push your body past, you know, its breaking point to get super, super lean. Yeah, to the level. You have to have that mental fortitude to get there. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Yeah. You do, and that inspires that that mental fortitude that you have. And and I don't know how much you even want to get into it or anything, yeah. but, I, but I know it was rough for you right before um, that last competition. Oh, the whole competition year was tough for me because I had mm. just gotten laid off um, of my job, and then I had decided, well, I'm going to continue prep. And um, at that point in time, I was just receiving unemployment you know, from the government, and it was – the government doesn't give you shit for unemployment. You know, yeah. they'll give you like yeah, a percentage right. of your wages. Right, right. And then on top of that, you have to, you know, you don't pay taxes, but you pay taxes afterwards. But anyway, long story short, I need to c- come up with another way of making income without getting, you know, without the IRS finding out or the government finding out I was making cash, you know, on the side. So I was like, well... You know, there's a few th- different things you could do. You could deal drugs. You could, you know, do different, you know. <laughs> you, 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 if you think about it, there's a shit ton of different things you could do. So I was like, co- so I was coaching uh, clients and then. Um, You've been studying under Mark the Couch Guy? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's so many different ways of making, you know, cash, like unreported income. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I knew this guy and he's like, yeah, man. He's like, just come work for me for the summer and um, I'll pay you straight cash. So I was doing like hardcore manual labor like moving oh my god with a bunch of like undocumented like immigrants like, and you're guys. still training and, stuff. and at the same time i was dieting oh. and training after work oh my god and i was dude. doing you know 15 hour days sometimes up to 16 hour days i remember one day we went up to aspen and i worked from like 5 30 and we got off like at midnight 
moving into the, like moving into this big ass mansion. And I was working with these like little ass Mexicans, like guys from El Salvador. And these guys are crazy strong. They're like 110 pounds and they could just put a couch on their fucking back and just like go up five flights of stairs. <laughs> I was like, damn, these guys had like farmer strength, you know, <laughs> like hardcore little Indian strength. I was like, damn. I call and that construction. I, and I'm like, I'm a bodybuilder, <laughs> Mr. Universe over here. And I could barely pick shit up. I'm like, how the fuck do you guys do this? <laughs> so it's just like, they have an art of doing it, I guess. So yeah, I did that for the entire summer while I was looking for employment. Cause you know, it takes forever to find, you know, a good job and, uh, making cash on the side and prepping. And then right before I took off to, uh, to New York for Mr. Universe, I got a job with the state. So that was cool. Yeah. That's so, cool. And then I went to Universe. I won that. So that was really emotional for me because I had gone through hell. Right. That whole, that whole summer prepping. And then, um, yeah, so it was. So you won that after the work in the manual labor. Yeah. So oh, I consider it part of my prep because <laughs> I was burning <laughs> countless calories oh, every yeah. single day yeah so yeah. my food intake was extremely high for that for this past competition prep yeah because yeah. i had you know i was just and those little well, mexicans was, and el salvadorians are all fucking pissed off at you because you're like taking breaks every 15 minutes i was <laughs> i honestly was i was taking breaks and to i was exhausted like, and i was like dizzy all the time these guys are like dude this guy's big and he's got no strength. He's weak as fuck. Oh. You know, I'm just like, sorry, guys. You know. Oh, wow. I gotta, sorry, guys. I got to eat again. I got to eat or I got to take a break. Yeah, I feel like I'm so going to pass out. So, so because you were burning so many calories, like during, even, even when you're just doing normal training and stuff, you're, you're always burning a crap ton of calories. Mm -hmm. We were talking before a little bit. Um, is that, That's hard now that you're not um, pushing yourself the way that you were. Well, I'd say my uh, caloric intake I'm not as hungry as I was back in the day. When you're training all the time, you have a higher, you have a bigger appetite. So you got to sort of like, even in the off season, you have to sort of force feed yourself, you know, put those extra calories in you. Now that I've retired, I'm like, eh, I'll have like maybe two or three meals a day. I'm not as hungry. And also has to do that. I'm not training as hard or as much as I used to when I was competing. Right. So. So how are you feeling? You liking that? You enjoying life a little bit? Well, my body's feeling better in regards to all the little aches and pains I used to have all the time that I would always mm. just fight through. Right. Um, my body's healed up a lot. Um, but then I had like, I had some consequences from bodybuilding. Like my foot was all fucked up because I gained yeah, so how, much weight. Yeah. How's that doing? You plantar fasciitis. I know yeah, it too well. So I had the same issue you had. And I think I had to do to like excess gain weight. So I was like 150 in November. And then I got up to like 210. <laughs> Um, by probably New Year's, I would say. Jesus. So I was, I, I was living life, man. I was like, man, <laughs> fuck this. I cannot deal with, you know, counting my macros and this after killing myself for like half a year. So I'm not the type of person who just, I'm just like, I'm going to enjoy life. It's the holidays. Recently married. I just want to have fun. I want to go yeah, out, yeah, eat, yeah. enjoy life. So yeah, I started eating a lot. And as a result, dude, you got plantar fasciitis. So I think it was just due to the fact that I gained so much weight so fucking fast. Yeah. So Well, that's um, how I got even mine, dude. I gained weight over holidays, over the Christmas break. And then my dumb ass was like, you know what? I, I was listening to David Goggins. Do you know I'm going to ultra mm -hmm. He's a Navy SEAL and shit. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, oh, you know what? Every day, no matter what, I'm going to get my ass out of bed and I'm going to run. And like I just started running. I started with one mile the first day. And I'm running in barefoot shoes, by the way. So I'm running. I run a mile the first day. Are those good two, for you? 
<laughs> not according not. to my podiatrist. No, no. That's what I heard. It's like yeah. you have like I don't know. You Dude, have like so no much padding. information nowadays. I don't. I don't know. Uh, but so I, I ran a mile the first day, two the second, three, then four, then five, then six, and then just started running six every day. And oh. I just did it and did it and did it. And every day I just thought it was soreness from running. I'd get up hobbling in the morning. Just Dude, like, it's the worst pain in the morning when you wake up. Bro, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I just kept fighting through it, and both my feet were sore. Um, and so I didn't really pinpoint it to anything. And then after a while, it was so bad, it was, like, hurting while I was running. And I was like, oh, man, something's wrong, dude. And then that's when I had to uh, figure out what was going on. And it turned out to be plantar fasciitis, but same thing. Yeah. I had just gained a bunch of weight and then started running a ton of miles at the same yeah. time. So I uh, had it for a, a while, and then uh, Mike and I ran the uh, Colfax Marathon. <laughs> I thought that was so crazy. And that crazy. was probably the dumbest shit. Well, it was fun, but then afterwards, like, I couldn't even walk. Like, I remember, like, when I finished that race, <laughs> my feet just cramped. It was, a, it was so painful. I was just like, mm. fuck, to the point where I was just hobbling. Oh, I remember walking, man, trying to, like, walk to the car, and... Uh, I ended up just going to the doctor and he gave me a cortisone shot and that was the best thing that could have happened because my pain is, oh, it's gone. The pain is completely gone. So you gone. had one cortisone shot and pain never came back? Nope. Dude. It's gone. I, I, this was December of last year. I've lost a little weight too. So I've lost training for yeah, that. I, I lost a lot because we were running helps. a lot. So I was up to 210 and now I'm weighing like 180, 188, 187. This guy said a little Huh, a little, yeah. a little yeah. weight, huh? Two ten two, like in you know, on one eighty, like one eighty seven. <laughs> yeah, well, these guys who can do this, who have that that mental fortitude, it's no big deal, right? Right, Just lose a big yeah. chunk of weight. Right. Fighters do the same thing, you know, that mm. kind of stuff. Um, yeah, that's that. I th remember thinking that was so crazy. No, so I had a cortisone shot, and I've read about not getting them too frequently because if you get too many of them, it can like weaken the, yeah, the tissues and they can tear easier and stuff like that. And I definitely want. I get just took it for the pain. I was like, man, fuck this. I can't deal with this pain anymore. <laughs> And my well, doctor's like, we can do a cortisone shot. It, it will work. It might come back. You know, it's not a hundred percent, right. you know. Dude, the cortisone shot helped me for, it seemed like it was weird because I could feel that the pain was gone, but I had, you know, it's like that little bit of pain from the shot itself. It, by the way, they go in the same way for everybody. So they did. Right here. Yeah. So for me, he gave me two injections. He gave me one. It just like numbed my foot completely oh. and it hurt like hell. Yes. That was because so my foot painful, wasn't numb. Dude. So he put that one in and then he took a big ass needle and he put it right in the tendon. Oh. And, and I didn't See, really feel I that. If that but then the next day, my foot was all swollen and like yep, bruised up. Bruised up and it hurt like, it hurt like hell for like yeah. the first three days. I was yep. hobbling around. But then afterwards, perfect man it felt like see that was back perfect normal. see mine after the pain from the shot dissipated it was just right back to it just it was less than the cortisone so it helped but mm -hmm. very quickly it just it was like right back to where it was at so Dang. dude because i i stopped this was in december when it happened the last time i had i stopped running around it was i think it was like the first week in january january 7th and then i didn't run again until march i went on one run i ran for two miles dude i was feeling great i was celebrating i told mike i made a little video i was excited yeah and then the next morning, I couldn't fucking walk. And I woke did, up. And I he was didn't like, post what? the video. <laughs> yeah, I didn't post. Obviously, I didn't post the video. I was like, because I was like, I'm back. I'm running again. Yeah. Nope, wasn't. The, the so. thing is, a lot of people don't know how painful it is. It's one of the most painful experiences I've ever had. Yeah. Like you wake up and you put your foot down, 
it feels like you know what i mean it's just like <laughs> sharp shooting pain going up your spine you're like fuck <laughs> yeah and then like you'll be sitting down for a little bit you know at your desk or something yeah, doing you work cool off, yeah right, you cool right. off and then you get back up put weight on it it's just a fucking shooting pain that mm. won't go away yeah it will go away like if you actually like start walking on it and stuff and like it'll warm it up, up that's what up. i was saying i was telling mike i was like you i could go do a run i could probably go pull it off and then just you'll just pay There's that's that's what pay. i did when i did the marathon i just fucking <laughs> push through it but then afterwards it was yeah see i did two miles that day and i was okay but six miles i can't imagine isn't that about what you did you did like six i did six, a or more. six, I and, did. Half. six yeah. and a half yeah, yeah, yeah i did a, a 10k you could yeah. say <laughs> yeah more than one more yeah. than a 10k mine know. disappeared after just constant stretching you had you, plantar yeah. fasciitis it, i didn't so know stretching that. does help yes you I can do, do a lot of physical therapy and that yep. should help it mm -hmm. and i noticed it did and doing like calf exercises things like that and i think it also yep. had to do that my doctor said it had to do with mm -hmm. my calf tear from the past oh. so it was on the same foot that i had that tear yeah they say it's really related to your calf yeah so your calf you know everything's interconnected your foot everything dude my problem is i've got like uh sound like an old man i got bu uh, bad bunion <laughs> on my right foot so like, I, I should show you the x-ray after i'll show you <laughs> i'm such a nerd i like showing the x-ray because my foot is jacked dude like if, if this is my right foot big toes here and, like the angle of this bones like this and my toe goes underneath the other and i've been running like that for years dude i started getting bunions in like my 20s my early 20s and so um that's what the doctor said he said all the years of doing that i'm compensating i'm putting way too much on my left that's crazy um, yeah, and I actually have to get surgery on the fucking right foot now. So you're so. going to get your cockeyed foot fit? That's what I told Tony. So Pretty much. Tira has like the, the uh, bunion too, and I call it the extra toe. Yeah. Because it's like the little knuckle that pops out. And I it's like, nothing. there's been times where like I drew on it like a smiley face. It's because girls wear these weird ass shoes, man. They're so yeah. tight. You know? Yeah. And it's genetic too. But that was one thing I found out about it that pissed me off. Like, uh, they don't have it in places where people go barefoot. So there's something on and the so side that's what of the barefoot Tony shoes. Thought the barefoot shoes would be <laughs> fine for him. Yeah, well, no, it's not good. I should have never been in them probably because of my, you know, because of my foot. It was dumb. I should have never been in barefoot shoes, well, especially being way overweight, <laughs> running like six miles out of the blue after eating Christmas fucking food. My question would be with those types of uh, barefoot shoes, I yeah. mean, how were you landing? Were you it also healed, has to do with the type, to like the way your foot's like molded, like the way you walk. Yep. Some people mm -hmm. walk like I walk with... Outside your the feet, outside of my feet. And I was telling him that, yeah, yeah. So it just see, depends on how you walk. You can see in the wear on his shoes, shoe. where mm. and so it's I was so telling him because you know back in the day I used to work at the, the shoe store, and so I was telling him I was like, yo, I was like, you need to get the shoes that have the the higher foam on the outside because there's you know you always see those shoes that have like different colored foam. And it's not just because the it's the make of the shoe. It's actually there for a reason. So, like, you see that gray stuff on the outside. It's for people that walk primarily on the outside of their soles. Mm -hmm. And you see the foam, the gray foam on the inside. It's for people that walk in the inside of their soles. So that's what those shoes are for. Right. And if you see them that have none, you know, straight, just regular sole, it's a, a neutral shoe. But I was like, dude, <laughs> I was like, you're showing me his shoes. I was like, man, you need to get some of those shoes that have the, yeah. the foam on the outside to mm. compensate what that. What the Compensate. Fuck? I yeah. wish I would have known that shit. Well, to answer <laughs> your question, D, I, dude, 
I nerded out hard on this. I, I like I went really deep into minimalist running, and like just the study of it and the idea. So that's the thing is most people do heel strike running where you're running and you land on your heel. That's but, how I ran. Yeah. Yeah, and the proper way that it, according to, to minimalist on your toes, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. On the it's actually on the balls. pads. Yeah. yeah, the balls of your feet, yeah. basically just behind your toes is where you're supposed to land. Which is why I started having I'm having tremendous problems on my right foot now where the bunions at because that big toe doesn't absorb what it's supposed to absorb. So all the the balls of my feet behind the smaller toes. I'm just jamming them all the time. But to answer your question, I ran on the front on my feet, on the balls of my feet. Gotcha. Because I'd got I'd learned how to do it. I, you, I definitely would have jacked my foot up worse if I was running heel striking and barefoot shoes. <laughs> fucking 230 pounds. Yeah, see, and that's what I was going to say is, is most people that, you know, uh, run around, they don't have any kind of shoes and, they're, and they are running, you know, mm-hmm. long distance or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like notice, the Kenyans? Yeah. You know, <laughs> well, that's the, that's the funny thing. Yeah, they don't have... <laughs> Uh, plantar fasciitis and bunions don't exist in places barefoot, where man. there's no shoes. That's hey, you know it what? doesn't happen. It's, it's crazy because when you were talking about the barefoot shoes things, I actually yeah. read an article back in the day. I think I always love when you start a story this way. I'm so yeah. glad to have you in the studio. It's Mark. terrible. So, okay, well, anyways, so this article in Brazil, they actually inspire people to run barefoot versus with shoes because it's apparently better for them based off of the imp- like yeah, when you're it, running the impact right. of your feet does it doesn't affect i mean it won't be as harsh if you just, don't know how to run versus you do know how to the run mo- the more you walk on your feet the bigger cushion you get the more calluses you get mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. getting natural air right there yeah yeah, yeah dude yeah. i can't like i i have the first to admit dude i got weak feet like as far as like other things like i can i don't like going outside barefoot yep, me neither i, I can't like, walk on i the can't beach. walk on rocks I'm like, ah. like when i walk on like <laughs> Like, really? The beach? Like Tierra, on the beach, it's like, ah, there's a shell. Fuck, bro. there's my foot. <laughs> like, Tierra will go outside and, like, walk on the rocks on the outside of the house, right? And just walk through the rocks like it's nothing. And, like, I'm walking through these river rocks. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. I'm like, god dang. I'm like, and, like, you know, but Tierra always comments. She's like, your feet are so nice. You have, like, really nice feet. Well, have you ever been like, to, like, <laughs> one of those, like, nail places? They have those like scrapers for the girl's feet. Yeah. Oh, like, so I always make fun of Tier too because she has one of those things that like it's the, the motorized one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like and she's just like a, yes. a wheel. Yeah, yes. And it's, it's like basically ee- a cheese. It looks. That's what it looks like. And so I always hear oh, yeah. her. She's like, you put right that here? stuff in the trash right? when she's getting uh, Callie uh, um, a, a bath or you know, and she's up there and you can hear this thing like, <laughs> and I'm just like, God dang, are you wearing those batteries out of there? <laughs> Like taking all the dead skin because, off. Yeah, yeah, because oh. she's taking all the dead skin off her feet. Because, yeah, yeah. like you said, you know, the girls wear all those hard ass yeah, shoes and everything. Yeah, like, but yeah. I always tease Tier. Oh, I'm like, nice, God man. dang, girl, are you up there wearing those batteries out? <laughs> you know, it's bad when it sounds like a grinder and it's kind yeah, of wearing yeah. down in the middle exactly. of it. Exactly. Like, and I always tell her it's like dumb and dumber up there. Like, Sand in your feet. <laughs> yeah, it's like dumb and dumber up there with the it's grinder. It's getting stuck. It's getting stuck. Oh, yeah. Now, now it's funny because I'm tender footed as well. Yeah. And my wife. I like actually, you put we're all just pussy. Well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> all right, just all right. We're pussy footed. Yeah. And because of that, no, um, and coincidentally enough, my wife's like, oh, you got nice feet. And I'm like, for real? <laughs> but, you know, walking through, you know, river rocks or anything like that. Yeah, no. Oh, that's so funny. I don't um, even walk barefoot in my house. I think there's something, <laughs> I really think there's something to the minimalist thing, but I don't, I, don't, I think it's like your situation. You, they, everything I've come across is you're supposed to really ease into it. And that's what start running six miles a day. And, that's with any type of and, exercise. You and, can't just like, 
Yeah, especially when you're, especially well, when you're super out of shape. Well, think about it. Fucking David Goggins, bro. That's what did it to me. His story. <laughs> he was he's so, so inspirational. I was so inspired. Dude, I had inspirational music in my headphones. <laughs> I was hitting it every yeah, morning. That Rocky music in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that inspiration. Rocky four. Yeah. Inspiration. <laughs> that inspiration needs to come with the warning, like, make sure you do some really good stretches before you go out yeah. and do or lose a few pounds. <laughs> There's other ways. You, you but, cut your diet back a little now, and now, get yourself so you're not. I had yeah. a, I had a, a, a colleague who she was very very into you know the the humans the human body's natural kinetics and and ability to you know just uh move and uh she even you know turned me on to like this whole doctor who's, who's really into it but she was really huge about like your feet and think about it you've been running your whole life with shoes that constrict the movement of your foot for support because we are running around with that heel strike you know movement and then all of a sudden you switched and you're like, hey, I'm going to go a totally different direction. And so I, I think you're right. I think, you know, maybe working into it a little bit more potentially could have helped. But I think it's very fascinating that both of you guys had some weight gain uh, around the same times or right before uh, you guys. And then the plantar. Yeah. yeah. Well, because of that tendon, you put, you're, it's, you're always putting weight on it. That's the other reason it can be so stubborn. Like I'm still, it's still barely there for me. I'm waiting to get an okay. I'm okay to walk now. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm putting tons of steps in 10, 15. And why did I ever get it? Yeah, good tendons. I don't know. It's because you're Jewish. Because I'm Jewish. Yeah, it's because you're Jewish. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, Mike. Jewish um, people don't get it. Well, dude, while I got you here, because you hinted at it before the podcast, I kind of wanted to pick your brain a little bit um, on nutrition. We talked about last episode 99, the state of slim, uh, which I didn't fully stick to this week. <laughs> Being fully honest, full disclosure. Uh, uh, but you said you listened to that and you were you were kind of taken. Well, back, I right? was agreeing and disagreeing with some things you were saying. Like <clears throat> the list of foods that they give you, which is good because you're eating really clean. You're so you're eating very micronutrient dense foods. So that's always a plus, you know, always eating your greens, always eating, you know, salmon, things like that, that have your good omegas, you know, things like that. But you were saying that you were going into a process into going it. In, like into doing it so can you explain that a little more like yeah what? well it's broken into three phases so phase one is only two weeks long and that's what i was reading on that episode it's like super stripped down there's like nothing and then there's phase two which is like six weeks and then phase three which is eight weeks and the idea behind phase three is it's supposed to not be a diet it's supposed to slowly get you into a, a new way of eating so that you're eating healthy and you maintain mm -hmm. it um so as the phases progress you can add more foods in and there's lists for every for all three phases well, the thing is, like, you can only burn so many calories per day or you can only can. Okay, so to lose weight, you have to be in a caloric deficit. Right. Basically, you're burning more calories than you're consuming per day. Yeah, so okay. I just need to run five so, marathons every day. So <laughs> it just depends on the amount of food or the types of food that you're eating. So mm. say you have a cheeseburger just like Mark had. You had like what, three <laughs> Big Macs right now. Right, right. So it was a McDouble. So each Big Ma <laughs> yeah. so each McDouble's probably like fifteen hundred calories. So right Fuck there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and a double quarter no. pounder uh, and the fries. No, they are. Have you Wait, never you probably, you probably threw down like what yeah. four thousand calories in one meal? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I can actually intake some more. Yeah. <laughs> so imagine if you had like chicken and rice and like a big ass salad, that would be like half of that burger right there that you ate. Fuck me, Freddie. You right. know what I mean? So like you could be eating so much more food volume and staying full 
or you could be having food that's so high in calories, so it's very yeah. caloric. Yeah, no, Mark's method is that's just due to the fact there's so much fat in that food. Yeah. So each macronutrient, there's three. There's your fat, your carbs, and your protein. Each one has a caloric value. So a carb and a, a carb and a protein is four grams. Or I mean, I mean four. I can't even think right now. So I think it's four calories. If yeah, and then um one gram of fat is nine calories, so it's more than double. So when of what you heard, did you was there something I should do different? You think or something? I'm I'm all ears, dude, because I've been trying to lose weight for so long. And the, the hardest thing is, <clears throat> I would say it's like portion control when you're eating. Mm -hmm. So don't go overboard if you're not counting your calories. The hardest thing to do is like actually be strict enough to count your calories daily. And that's what I did for six months to a year. You know, most of these last 10 years when I was competing, I was always counting my macros. So I knew exactly the amount of calories I was consuming versus the amount of calories I was, you know, ex you know, burning per day, things like that. But for like the normal human being. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. For a dude like me, the I just normal human shape. being, not yeah, like yeah. a bodybuilder. I would just say portion control and just making sure you're not eating a shit ton of grease all the time. Mm. So instead of like, just make better decisions on what you eat. So if you're going to have a burger, yeah, I have a burger for like one meal, but don't have like burger, pizza, you know what I mean? Or like, three burgers for a meal, like Mark the Couch Guy. It was just for today. Which I'm yeah, just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> just but you, you know what I mean? Like if yeah, you're trying yeah, to yeah. maintain your weight or you're trying, and then actually get in some exercise per day. Mm -hmm. things like that so jose I real quick yeah I, I mean i've always been curious about that how do you check how much you burn because typically again i'm going to start over again with my with my work and well, how do you know has, okay, how so, much calories you burn because okay, i spend so about two not, three hours a, a day it's not a hundred percent accurate so everyone has your your bmr that's your 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 resting metabolic rate <clears> as they say you know trying to get all scientific right so say you're sitting down or you're laying down all day long. Your body's still burning calories right. while you're breathing, your heart pumping, blood throughout, you know. So that's your resting metabolic rate. So say a normal person is about fourteen to fifteen hundred calories per day that they burn in a twenty four hour. Just doing period. nothing. Just doing nothing. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, you have your daily activities. So Someone who sits at a desk burns less calories compared to, like, say, a construction worker. Mm. So that's your, you know, your expenditure throughout the day. Right. And then also your age and your gender. So those things take into consideration as well. Usually How do you as, get that usually checked? As you, usually as you get um, <laughs> older... You know, your metabolism tends to slow down as you get like, you know, in your 40s, 50s, stuff like that. Right, right, right. right. And then your body weight too. So that takes a huge load. So if you're weighing more, you're probably burning more calories than something that's a lot smaller. So all those things are taken into consideration. And then you have to play with it. You have to figure out, okay, let's try to go on a caloric deficit, you know, and that's how I do it. I mean, each so, week I'll be, you know, writing down everything. And I'll start looking at all the data and I'll make adjustments. Do you still use, do you use like fitness pals? Yeah, I use my fitness pal. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So it's free. It's a free. Yeah, it's handy. So that's how you check the calories off based off like my two hour. Yeah, and then I make sure that I'm consuming the right amount of protein per day. You know, to either build <clears throat> or retain muscle. I kind of get where you're going with your question. It's like, from what I've been able to tell, it's really hard. Like you're trying to figure out how do you know if you're if you're trying to keep a certain deficit going. How do you know how much you burned exactly? Like in the gym and stuff. And oh, that's kind on, of especially on, in the on gym. top of that, yeah. So a lot what of people use thing? a smartwatch, but yeah. smartwatches yeah. are. I'm just on that. Yeah. Smartwatches yeah. are not 100 percent accurate either. Mm, right, or they're closer than they're just closer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you could be sitting on a treadmill, and a treadmill could say you burn 500 calories doing. 30 minutes of cardio but in actuality you could be you know burning 300 it just depends on your body everyone's different yeah, that's everyone's what I mean. different yeah so there isn't there is a science to it but it's not 100 percent in regards to being 100 percent accurate so for a dude like me who doesn't i don't want to stress over food I don't you always crazy. start high and then slowly bring food down so you can start seeing you know patterns things like that um you never want to start with really really low food because that's going to just screw up your metabolism because the lower and lower amount of food you go into your body's just going to start going into that starvation and you see that shit all the time so you'll see all these cookie cutter plans you'll see all these jenny craig diets or all these different these different diets and they put you on the weight watchers they'll put you on a huge caloric deficit so people will lose 10 to 15 pounds in I would say weeks. six weeks and then boom, they go on their regular diet and then they, they gain it all right, back and some. Right. And losing weight and maintaining are two different approaches yeah. too. So the best thing is to, you know, slowly lose weight and it's a slow process. Mm. Losing weight right is a slow process. It's not fast. See, and that's the thing with the state of slim, that one that we were just talking about where I read yeah. all the ingredients. Well, if you're trying to retain muscle, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. See, which which is definitely something I want. It sounds better, but like I one time I did, uh, it just entered in like a day of state of slim into my calories, and it was crazy low. It was like twelve hundred or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd slip my wrist doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I feel better. I couldn't get through. (laughs) I did. I actually made it on. I actually completed that diet one. I think the lowest I was like during my prep was like the lowest I got it was like twenty one hundred calories. The very lowest, the oh, lowest, that's maybe awesome like two thousand. I really didn't go that low, <sighs> and I know some <laughs> guys that would go super low. Man, you got me rethinking everything because it's miserable for me. I'm just a regular dude. I'm not. I'm not yeah. competing. On well, if you think work. about it, you're lifting, you're doing cardio. I was doing manual labor. Mm-hmm. I remember I was usually dropping weight like at around close to three thousand calories. At one point, and I was like thirty two hundred calories, and I was losing weight just Damn. through the the fact that I was burning so many calories throughout the day. Yeah. But it's all dependent. So when I work with clients, for example, I always start them high and then I see how their metabolism is. And, you know, we make adjustments. It's always about making adjustments. And then you start figuring out this person and then just go from there. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I like the way you talk, buddy. <laughs> now, <I'm, laughs> the over-restriction is crazy. It's a- I'm curious because you were talking about protein intake for uh, muscle gain versus muscle retention. Yeah. Can you go a little bit more into that? I, okay, I so your I've muscle, so amino acids comprise muscle basically, you know, like your muscle. Mm-hmm. So you need protein to build muscle. So you need to be eating at least, I like to say at least a pound. I mean, for one pound of lean body mass that you weigh, at least have one gram 
of protein. So say, for example, Mike's weigh is like, what, you weigh like 240 right now? 230. 230. And you're probably <clears throat> lean muscle-wise, you're probably like 175, 180 of real lean muscle, under, you know? So you have to at least have like 100, I, like 180 grams of protein per day. Plus I add additional, so like an extra 20. It's like 200 to 225. Yeah. It is a lot of protein. Yeah. Wait, wait, but I mean, if you're I taking can, protein that shake, easy, that <clears throat> per shake one is pro- 50. One protein shake is usually like 30. 30. Oh, is it 30? Yeah, most of them. You'll, yeah. see, you'll see a good one with Dude, like 40. Dude, I get those, I get yeah, those exactly. hippie ones unless you like 40. 15. Unless you double it up. <laughs> yeah, have like eight scoops. Yeah. I thought I it was the, always like I do the weight between like 60. 40 to 50. That which case is that you take one in the morning when you wake up. One after the gym, and then whatever protein you intake from there. From food. and then you also have to worry about carbs and fat too. So there's three keys. There's there. Those are the three keys, or the three right. main things you have to focus on when you're dieting. At right. least when you're counting your macronutrients. Gotcha. And those all comprise the calories too. So you have to make sure you're on a caloric deficit. Yeah, that's what seems so tricky, right? Yeah, because you want to and then make sure that you're having enough carbohydrates, have enough energy, enough fat, so that your hormones are going. Because for a male, if you if, zero, if you have like a zero fat diet, wow. like you have like no like I know a lot of people that are like oh I'm just gonna have rice and chicken breasts and tilapia like <laughs> zero fat in their diet that's gonna fuck up a male's that's just gonna screw up your hormones right 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 you know would it be need, sufficient you need healthy fat you need fat yeah. saturated monosaturated you need all those different types of fat in your body for you to functionally process you know just work right so if you go on a low fat zero fat diet your testosterone is just going to plummet down Hmm. and a lot of people don't know that yeah dude i this is awesome (laughs) so there's just so many different things yeah but uh yeah there's so many different formulas there's so many different ways of dieting (laughs) and there's so many gimmicks these days but basically you just have to like i said be on a caloric deficit you're burning more than you consume and there's the ketogenic diet which is a very high fat moderate protein zero carbohydrate um diet yeah but you're still in a caloric deficit so you're still consume you know you're still burning more than you're consuming Things like that, or you could do. That one's a trip, right? Because instead of burning like glucose for fuel, you're burning like those endogenous ketones. So your body goes into ketosis, basically. So I'm not a huge advocate. It's so hard to get into like ketosis. First of all, that's what you were Um, saying before the show. Yeah. So most people have to, you know, not eat for at least a day. Like right at the beginning. You have to the- fast at least for a while before your body actually starts going into ketosis. And then these days, everyone's like, oh, I'm on that ketosis diet and doing this and this. And they're having drinks or, you know, they're having <laughs> carbohydrates. You have to have very, very low carbs and high fat to get into ketosis. You have ketosis. to eat a lot of fat, right? Yeah, you have to-, to eat very high fat. Yeah. Um, and like Butter coffee and all that stuff. And- yeah, yeah. And then they're like, well, I had a drink. I was like, bro. Yeah, you're not in ketosis. <laughs> I can guarantee you not. Yeah. <laughs> or you know, I had some you know carbohydrates. You have to be like very, very, very low carbs. Most of your carbs, your all your carbs are basically fiber. Yeah, vegetables. vegetables. Yeah, yeah, vegetables, stuff like that. So, um, I could get into diets for a long time, and you know, there's the whole diet debate. Like a lot of people say this, 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 but. You just really have to be in a caloric deficit no matter what type of dieting you're doing. You just have to burn more than you consume per day. Right. And um, there's just so many fads out there. 
you know, now we're in Colorado, we're in probably like the biggest, very liberal hippie, you know what I mean? <laughs> City or state, state in oh. general. So everyone now for some reason is gluten intolerant, you know what I mean? So we'll go to a, any place we go. I'm like, oh, gluten-free this, gluten-free that. I'm like, do you, are you even, do you even have a celiac? Do you have celiac disease? First of all, yeah, right. do you know what gluten is and all this shit? And people are like, no, nah, I just can't eat that. And it's going to fucking give me the bubble guts and all this stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. Yeah, for the bubble guts. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just a trend. Like a lot of people do different diets because that's the thing. That's the new in thing or that's what everyone's doing. That's the fad for the for the year. Right. So. Yeah, man, this is a good stuff. There are wanna... so many different ways of dieting, so many different. It's just as long as you're exercising and you're in a caloric deficit. You're good. You know, you're good. And you're not starving yourself, I'd say. Yeah. And do you kind of, you think that probably the only way to really know if you're in a caloric deficit is to track everything, right? <clears throat> or do you think you can kind of feel it? Um, if you've done it for a long time, you can sort of eyeball everything. But um, I have gotten really good at measuring portions and weighing stuff. And if, if you thing. can weigh all your stuff, then the best thing to do is just count your macros, it, in my honest opinion. But. A lot of people just like to eat clean. Eating I, clean is good because you're eating good food, food that's high in micronutrients, you know, vitamins, minerals, all those different things. And on top of it, you're, uh, you know, you're not eating just tons of fatty, fatty food, which are very high in calories. And then that's the problem. Then right. that puts you in that surplus and then you gain weight. Well, cause I struggled trying to do both, trying to like dial in the deficit every day and then keep the macros right where I want them. That mm -hmm. was really hard for me. I mean, obviously that's something you've got a ton of experience doing, Yeah. but that was hard for me. It's almost easier just to look at the calories or just look at the macros. Well, you could count your calories. You're fine with that too. Cause if you're counting your macros, you're still going to have that caloric value at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And the calories, calories are calories no matter what. Oh, right. You know? So you're saying you're having three, 300 grams of carbs, 200 grams of protein, 60 grams of fat. Or that's, I don't know, like off the top of my head, that's about 20, close to 3,000 calories, something like that. <laughs> that's crazy. You know, some shit like <laughs> that. I'm not, I don't have a calculator on, on me. But uh, <laughs> so you can, you know, you can eyeball different things as well. Yeah. But just don't have four cheeseburgers yeah i was gonna say <laughs> so what's thousand calories in one meal at one sitting when are you gonna get back at it couch guy we used to we one worked day. out together once upon a time or you can if you just one day is when i start again and then when you say start what do you start are you talking about food I mean, or working out have you been working food. out or no No, i just got my stuff together you probably have a fast straps. metabolism because you're not overweight dude, you're not I a big shit dude so you know what i mean much. like <laughs> well, that's because you're just eating so much so much food volume you know? When I was when I was 15, 16 years old, I could eat all that food and I wouldn't gain them. Yeah. Dude, an ounce. Okay, so because yeah. your metabolism is so high when you're young. You know, you're running around playing sports, things like that. And we're just not so sedentary like we are now. <laughs> we work all day. We sit at a desk or well, people like that. always yeah, told yeah. me that the more you get older, the slower your metabolism. Well, fuck, dude, none of that shit ever changed yet. Well, your tag, dude. That's your. It's your family. It's my There's gene. a lot of guys. I mean, oh, yeah. honestly, like in that. my <laughs> family, <laughs> like the it's Mexican like guys, we're taller, and all of us are mostly skinny. I'm probably the thickest guy in my family. Well, you lift weights too. Well, yeah. I mean, but it took it took a while to get that to yeah. get to even get this thick. But yeah, I mean, it's like you said, it is in my genes though. We're all skinny. 
right? It's also, it's, it just has to do with your, you know, the type of work you do, you, the amount of calories you burn throughout the day. Like I was saying, those little Mexican dudes I was working with, they would eat so much all the time. Like, hi, they'd be eating tacos, stopping at taco stands, just <laughs> eating so much food. And I remember just staring at that, being like, damn, that looks so good. <laughs> and I'm like, well, each taco is about 300 calories. And I was doing the math. I was like, Jesus, these guys were eating, you know, up over 4,000 calories a day. And these guys wouldn't gain... You know, oh, they were skinny. Yeah. Because I, it just has to do with the calories, calories in versus calories yep. out. Yeah, I was working, I did landscaping for about four years and it was no holes barred. Did I say whatever the hell I wanted all the time? But I also yeah. fell asleep by 6.30 at night. I was yeah. exhausted. Well, that's because you're exhausted from so much exertion throughout yeah. the day. Yeah. How so, much calories do you burn off of 10,000 steps? I you have would no say. idea. It's a good I'm question. Not, well, I'm they not. say 10,000 is what you're supposed to try yeah. and get. I, I've been trying to get over 10,000 just to get that because I sit down all day for my job. So. I try to get that in and then gym as well. And then I've been biking and swimming because I can't run. Dude, yeah. running's my thing. Yeah. See, running is not well, as long being as able you're to active. Run. A lot of people aren't active. You know, we need to exercise our hearts. We need to do cardiovascular yeah, yeah. exercises. We need to do those types of things. That's cool hearing every you say Every single day. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, I say at least every single day, you know, so that you can stay healthy. Mm -hmm. I always know? tease Tony because he said he couldn't run anymore. And so there's this old man at the gym. He has like a, a leather fanny pack, and he comes in his jeans and Jesus. his T-shirt, and he does the the hand bicycle machine. <laughs> he tells me to go do yeah, that. Yeah, you know I'm talking yeah. about? And he just sits there for like an hour every day doing his little hand bicycle machine. No, like this. it's Colorado. I just go on, <laughs> get on that mountain bike and go, go ride. But it's not magic, in my opinion. Like I see so many people try to do all these different things for – or try to sell you on something. And that's what you see on the internet all the time. And that's something that upsets me. I'm like, man, there's so many cookie cutter plans out. There's so many coaches left and right. And the coaches themselves can't even get to a really, you know, if you can't talk to talk, it can't get there. So how are you going to coach other people if you can't even do it yourself? Yeah. There's so many people out there <laughs> you know claiming I mean? that they know what they're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, if you could, I know we've, man, this stuff's so fascinating to me. I hope the listeners are <laughs> digging all that too. Um, uh, if you had it just for an average dude who's overweight but has no problem working out, I work out really consistently. Um, I try to get cardio in pretty regularly. What would be the just a couple of bullet points you would, I'm trying to get free advice. Good, since good question. Got him on the podcast. Thank you so much, Tony. Um, uh, Figure out what your, I would say just, Eat clean, number one. Don't be eating tons of shit all the time. Be one. Um, Enjoy life. So that's another thing. So don't be so anal about everything in regards to, oh, I can't eat this because this is going to happen. You you still have to have a healthy median in life. Um, that's a good point. I see so many people that I'm like, they're dieting 24-7, and I'm like, why are you dieting? You're not competing. And I Enjoy think that's, fucking life. Dude, I think that's what I struggle with. I just try too hard. I try to go I have too so hard. many friends that just don't. They're just sticking to their macros, and I'm like, bro, have a beer. Enjoy life. Do this. And um, they're so fixed on a certain look or this and that. I'm like, you're not making money off of it. If it's a pussy, then more more power to you. But if you're not getting pussy, then what's the fucking point? <laughs> I had a buddy who used to do that all the time. He wanted to stay lean year-round. I'm like, you're not getting any pussy. You're not competing. So what the fuck's the point? <laughs> God, you I know? love you, Jose. Oh, <laughs> here's the yeah. thing, though. He knows the fuck that it means to, you know. Yeah, oh, 100%. To say, hey, That's why this stuff fuck? is so cool hearing it from you. You know, or yeah. you're not selling anything. So, um... <laughs> 
and then the people that I don't know. I'm just I just try to p- keep make people try to be as real as possible, enjoy life, and then if you're competing, yeah, diet and figure that all out. But I would just say be healthy, make right decisions when you eat. Don't overeat all the fucking time, and exercise. Yeah, you know, just go yeah. to the gym. <laughs> go to the gym a few yeah. few Make days a week. You know, you're not going to look like a supermodel. That's okay. So th- there's about five to ten percent, not even ten percent. I'd say like less than five percent of the world, you know, has like a really really nice physique. And those people that look like that say, "Oh, I look like that because I do this and that." No, it's because they're actually counting their calories and they're being super anal on everything they do, like I used to be. Mm. You know, and then they try to sell it upon people saying, oh, you could do this or do that to look like me, which is pretty, pretty, you know, far fetched when I see it. Yeah. I'm like, you can be healthy. You're, you know, unless you have a great metabolism, you're not going to walk around shit. I don't have a six pack right now. I was Mr. Universe, you know, I maybe have like two abs popping probably right now. And, um, it's just, Truth be told, we're all human beings. We can't hold that or maintain that level throughout, you know, throughout Balance. your entire throughout <laughs> your entire life. Yeah, you have yeah. that fucking life. I love it, man. And it. um, when I like when I see people and they're like just trying to look a certain way, I'm like, do you want to compete or no? If not, just enjoy life and be healthy at least. You know, exercise. Don't worry about the superficial shit so much. Because so many people are so narcissists these days. I'm like, what the hell do I have to look, you know, I have to look a certain way or, you know, they're so, uh, I don't know the word there. Uh, what's the word when everything has to be in a perfect spot? Like kind of OCD. OCD, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, have you ever thought about, because <clears throat> um, you, you only coach people who are competing, right? You don't do any kind I've of I've coached a lot of people. I used to coach a lot of people that were uh, just normal dieters really but it's a pain in the ass to be honest with you why because they're like they complain about everything i'm like okay i'm, I'm i can't have my burrito um <laughs> i'm not your life coach that's what they want you to be yeah. you know they'll like hit text you like oh my god i cheated this and this i feel emotionally this and this i'm like okay you didn't i didn't i'm not your fucking therapist <laughs> And that's what it turns turns out to be with like normal dieters. Like they're, yeah. I'm like a therapist for them, and I just I can't do that anymore. I used to do it, and I just lost. Like my phone would be blowing up every fucking tw- fifteen minutes, like on on a client. Oh, this and this, this and this. My wife's like, who the fuck is texting you? It's like clients. So, wow. it, so I didn't it, even know you had did dabbled in that. So all. yeah, I did for a while. Yeah, you can make some decent money, but I wasn't about that. And now I only stick with competitors, and then mm. the people like work with are mostly professionals like pro athletes where i'm taking them to a pro you know pro physique and those are the people where i just tell them to do something and they do it (laughs) yeah (laughs) without calling you You oh man i didn't do it i'm working with like a guy who's going to be competing in the pan american games and we speak twice a week (laughs) probably and then i just look at his you know his macros he sends me you know his charts he hits everything tell him what to do and you just provide the know-how and the guidance. Yeah, exactly. I'm a second eye. Yeah. That's how it is in any sport if you want to, you know, get there. Yeah. Right. 
you don't have to you know hold their hand to do it damn good stuff learning a little something <laughs> now i'm kind of glad i messed up on my diet this there you week, go yeah. <laughs> you're um, a human being bro we're all regular people you know yeah yeah totally man um it's about that time pierce we're uh, pretty deep in you want to yeah. hit, hit up some those of those fun facts, facts. yeah so again, fun facts went out today. Went out a little later than usual. Um, but if you do want to be a part of those fun facts, again, it's the themikeandtonyshow.com. You can sign up on the website. Um, I did not get yours, by the way. I forgot to what? send it to your What's other. What's that? The Tony oh, Dollar. it's okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, that's cool you saw it. I'm yeah. glad you saw it. I put in a little um, request officially yeah. like a fan. Yep. And then, or, again, you can email us at uh, mikeandtonyshow at gmail.com, too, uh, if you're interested in it. But, uh, yeah, fun fact today. While in high school, Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys got an F in music uh, for the song Surfing that he wrote, a song that was like the Beach Boys' biggest breakout hit. Uh, last not the Surfing USA. Yeah, yeah. That one? Yep. Oh, my God. And uh, last year in 2018, they finally changed his grade from an F to an A. Congratulations. <laughs> they literally did that? Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Well, music is one of those things too, where like success in music does not necessarily always come from a degree or like a learning to you know read music and study it technically. I think it helps, yeah, but uh, it's definitely not an indicator of success if you look at the big successful musicians. Yeah, uh, dude, camels gave humans the common cold. Yeah, what? Yeah. What is that? Are you about? serious? Yeah, yeah, that was a fun fact. This How the fuck it, did yeah. they do that? So before, yeah. Hey, let's talk about that Elon Musk thing we were watching today. Oh no, the Bob, I mean, the Bob, Bob Lazar. Lazar. Thing. Yeah, we'll get oh, to that here in dude. a sec. Yeah, yeah, we'll do we could be in this for we like can... another two hours. Talking yeah, about that shit. <laughs> I know. Fucking uh-huh. aliens from Kragaton. Yeah. We, we should do <laughs> episode one hundred and one. Will just be about aliens. Yeah, we're just gonna what talk the about fuck? alien technology. Can, can, we're gonna get into that? it. We get. We'll maybe we'll. Uh, what the, oh my! Is there God. a documentary to this? What? Yes, there is. There is a documentary, yeah. but no, the Ooh, most recent episode of the Joe Rogan Experience. Check it out. Bob Lazar. He worked at Area Fifty One, and it's like just crazy dude yeah it's absolutely nuts the stuff that he talks about and how verifiable so much of it is and how the dude's like an anxious wreck like he was drinking the whole podcast yeah <laughs> just trying to keep his shit together because he was like he's he's been through a lot they i mean they erased the dude's identity yeah and, yeah shit wow. that shit's real then. mike said in a minute and i'm immediately deep, yeah <laughs> immediately <laughs> deep, deep into it already that um, was pretty crazy yeah it was i'm, I'm amazed nobody killed him yet or put him away. I think it's because he's such he's uh, it draw attention. Yeah, he's a it. major. It draws, yeah. It's wide out in the yeah. public, uh, right out in the public right now. Oh, Joe Rogan. Well, yeah. the Pentagon just uh, announced was a few weeks ago that UFOs do exist, wasn't it? Yeah, and they call them something different. They were talking about the different U- UF UVAs, UVAs or something. Or something. Yeah. They always change the term. We'll get there. We'll get to it. <laughs> yeah. We'll save some time for it. So we were talking about erections earlier. Many many men who climb Mount Everest get boners in the process due to Change in altitude in blood flow. Yeah. How weird is that? So I wonder conquered. at what foot that happens. If what? I wonder at what elevation. Have you seen how crazy Punch Everest it. has gotten? So well, many people are dying. Like, well, that specific, was, yeah. like this year, so many people have died because it's turned into like some sort of like. Okay. So people will be back to back going up the fucking mountain. Yeah. Dude, Google image it and like, then, for the listeners. Yeah, it's crazy. It so crazy. people are at that very high altitude. It's called like the death zone. It's like from the peak up to a certain point where there's hardly any oxygen. Yeah. And they're just waiting to try to summit the peak. Yeah. And they run out of air. Yep. 
and then they die. Yeah, or they then, freeze to and death. And they can't do anything about Even it. Including so Sherpas. And so that was one of the fun facts the, the last time. Well, not one of the fun facts, but one of the things I read off last time they were talking about that they just cleaned up like a crap ton of trash up there because when they go yeah. up there, the they just leave all their fucking trash up there, all this plastic and waste and human waste and everything. And they, I think they managed to bring like like 10 people down <laughs> that had died up there. But there's like over 300 people up yeah. on that mountain that are and the, dead and the thing and is, it's like there's so many people that have all this money and they'll just pay a Sherpa. They're like, all right, I want to, you know, say I went up to Mount Everest. So I'll it's pay crazy a Sherpa. expensive. That was a fun yeah. fact too, wasn't I'll it? I'll pay a Sherpa like $20,000 for him to help me summit, you know, yeah. um, Mount Everest. And these people aren't even in shape. They haven't no, trained for yeah. it. They don't know what the fuck they're doing or getting into. And they get to the very top. The Sherpas are trying to help them out and they end up dying helping them. Yeah, I, I, I was watching a documentary on it the other day. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, what well, is it like when you talked about that? I've seen those images of people. That, it's like a fucking Disney yeah. ride line. Yep. Like there's people so just the top back to back up the mountain. You're like, yep. what in the heck? There's movies about that. Yeah, it's true story movies too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Climbing's getting crazy, man. I, you know what? Here's the biggest question: Would you guys do it? No. I tried climbing uh, recently. There's like this rock climbing place over by my house. Um, we're talking Everest, though. Is it? No, Would you do that's it? just crazy. No, would you, Tony? Climb Mount Everest? Yeah. Uh, no, nah, you have really to. Have an you have to have serious it, no. balls. You have to not be scared of heights and stuff. Like I was watching that documentary, or that new what was it the Netflix National Geographic thing called like that Free Solo, a guy yeah. who Free that, Solo. Uh, yes. Yeah, that was crazy. That, that guy who climbed up uh, El Capitan like without any without any ropes yeah, or that's, anything. That's different. But he Everest had his climbing. brain checked, yeah. and that guy like doesn't have fear. Like something like they were looking at his brain and then you know how there's like the hypothalamus and all those different parts of your brain. The one that the, the, the part of your, one. yeah, the, yeah. the part of your brain that doesn't sense fear. He didn't like, didn't that, click. Yeah. His was, thing like was like, it was like, it was like dead. Like he didn't, so he could be like looking over to his death and most people would shit their pants, you know, and he would just. Eh, no big deal. Like, yeah, it's an award-winning movie. Yeah, that's um, crazy. It was a good movie. Yeah. It was award-winning. That guy was weird as fuck, though. Yeah. <laughs> he had, like, no personality. He was just strange. Mm-hmm. Wow. The way, I mean, it, it also explained how they videotaped him. I mean, nobody's going to climb that with him. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> and the way they, I mean, I've seen it myself. Free Soul is amazing. Yeah. And it's crazy how they. they I get scared watching it. My heart starts pumping no just kidding, watching dude. that on my TV. I'm like, oh my God. That's exactly the feeling that you're yeah. supposed to get to watch that. When you watch Sweaty that shit, palms. you're going to yeah. feel the fucking I've, I've, tension. Oh, man. And he's not. No. And you're not even in the fucking I'm shit myself for him. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. He's like, let me take a shit for you. There it is. You got plenty of those. So you was it like, keep them coming. Like couch, a month guys. ago, <laughs> I saw on the news that three guys from that uh, God. <laughs> up in Canada just died. The guys from the uh, North Face team. Mm. Yeah, they died in uh, in some avalanche doing some crazy climb too. Damn. So it's a dangerous sport, but yeah, for sure. It's sort of like bodybuilding. You do it because you're passionate about it. You love doing it. Right. It's it's crazy. And there's all these crazy sports out there these days. Extreme sports. Extreme sports. Yeah, you could say. Uh, the TV show The Office was almost canceled, but the 41 year old, uh, the 41 year old. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make it not me. I'm literally 40. So the 40 year old virgin saved it by making Steve Carell a huge star. Um, I, 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 how many t- seasons was that? Nine. Nine. 
And I like I don't watch any TV. You know this couch guy. You know this D. I don't really watch TV, but that I have gotten addicted to The Office. That show is so funny. Have you ever seen it? No, I never. I watched a few episodes. I wasn't really into it. Oh, oh no. Yeah, I think you would like it too because your work environment. That's what makes me laugh. Is it reminds me of real life. It's like exaggerations of stuff, stupid shit you see every day working like in an administrative like office type of. And you and you start comparing those characters to your coworkers. Yeah, like, like you. Uh, are, yep, that dude's uh, Dwight for yeah, sure. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that shit makes it even more funnier. Because then yeah. you go back to watch The Office. I'm like, <laughs> Jesse Lennon was Dwight, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure, dude. It's That's bad, funny. dude. It's terrible. It's terrible. Don't don't watch it if you're gonna imagine people because I have a bad imagination, and I just imagine everybody as Dwight. It's crazy. <laughs> he's my favorite character. Dude. Oh, he's fucking awesome. He's he a little dark. Little dark. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one here, last one. Uh, an economist won the lottery 14 times by calculating when the jackpot was worth more than the cost of buying every possible number combination for the lottery. Oh wow! But the odds oh. of winning the lottery are like one in like. Billion. Five hundred. Well, it, it increases as the jackpot goes up. And so that's what his reasoning was that the, the possible number of combinations versus the amount of winnings that he can get when it was the best time to buy and buy all those combinations. Get out of yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to to of to of yeah. That guy put in a lot of work. But he won it that. 14 times. So, the thing that really I mean, pisses me off is every time you see those pictures, oh, like the guy won the mega millions, $500 million. It's like an 80 year old person. <laughs> Every fucking time they're like, damn it, they're not gonna spend I'm all like, that fucking God money. Damn it! It's like, what the fuck is he gonna do? He's about to die. Exactly. He's about yeah. to have the time of his life because he just had some twenty-year-old girl hit him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a few of them, I'm sure. And that's how he went. Yeah. Your life uh, just one. got kicked into high school. Let me, yeah. go, let me go get a Viagra real quick, sweetheart. I'll be right back. How much time we got, Dollar? Uh, we got a little time. Let's uh, let's hit up the, the news. news. So okay. This one. Okay. I'm gonna do this one first because this is pretty. Crazy. Okay, and then dude. I'm immediately going to Bob Lazar. I'm just letting you yeah, know. Dude, <laughs> this, this uh, fucking kid. Did you hear about the kid with the vape pen? What? It blew his face up, bro. Like, he was on the vape oh, pen. Oh, don't tell me blew that. Blew his face up. And um, he has to have, like, a ton of reconstructive surgery. What? Like, they showed his face. What kind of vape pen? It's probably one of those big-ass choo-choo oh, train ones. You know what I'm talking about? Where they were blowing, like, crazy thick smoke yeah. and doing tricks but, like, and all that. It blew his fucking face up, dude. He's like... His like jaw like broke in like oh. multiple places and like shredded and teeth gone and like tongue missed stuff like that. Damn, he's lucky he lived, dude. Bro, just fucking shredded. So, his did face you hear up. that nicotine is now being tested in high schools for sports, just like marijuana? Huh? Are you serious? Because of the vaping epidemic. Yeah. So wow. many kids vape these days. That shit ain't good for you. No, I know. Yeah, we, I we know, talked about me. like popcorn lung, all that. Yeah, shit. Yeah, that shit yeah, is yeah. so bad. Know. Everyone's <laughs> like, "Well, I stopped smoking. Now I'm vaping." It's like, yep, you're still. I'm with you. Nobody's saying that either. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, it's healthy. Well, especially like, no, the because stuff they put in that. Yeah, stuff. Didn't, didn't and then you Seattle hear people recently, coughing every fucking day after they vape. Didn't uh, Seattle recently ban uh, cigarettes? Somebody did. Uh, yeah, I yeah, remember I seeing somewhere seeing in the that somewhere. Different, no, multiple states are banned. Colorado just now. did. You can't e-vape in public places anymore. Mm-hmm. Just like, well, just like cigarettes. Yeah, just like cigarettes. Yeah, but the thing is, now schools are checking for nicotine. And part as part of your like drug testing, you know how you would get drug tested for like marijuana and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So nicotine as well. Nice in Colorado. Oh, that was pretty good. Pretty cool. I'm not an advocate of smoking. All right, dollar. Get into it. Uh, yeah. What are you showing me here? Oh, gotcha. <laughs> A personal message. Thanks, Dick. I'm very professional. <laughs> hey, oh, before you get into that, <laughs> I gotta ask somebody something. Okay. Mikey, Mike. Man, how do you feel about Zion Williams going to the New Orleans Pelicans? 
I mean, it's the it's the luck of the draft. So what's draw? So that's what it is. What's so. going on with that like big hundred million dollar thing that I, I saw it on the news yesterday? I didn't really read through it. Dude's ridiculously talented. Big basketball guy. Yeah, Mike is a big basketball yeah. guy. So uh, it was like something like there's like a lawsuit or something going on. Well, I didn't see anything with that. No, I was on ESPN. Huh. Hmm. I think I'll that's like the up. first time I've yeah, ever heard Mike up. say, "I haven't seen that." Yeah, yeah I didn't think anything about him getting Zion. Yeah. I haven't seen anything about that. No, I don't. I mean, he's he's getting a pretty good deal being number one draft. But I don't know about a hundred million. Kid coming in with New Orleans Saints. I mean, New Orleans. <laughs> okay, yeah. Jesus, New Orleans Saints. I'm getting ready. I'm, I'm getting ready for football. What can I say? My mindset's no. transferring. Over Has there ever to been a professional athlete that's played basketball and something else? Yeah, basketball and something else. Uh, Michael Jordan, Charlie Ward. <laughs> he wasn't Barry good, Sanders. though. But no, Charlie Ward. No, he's talking about basketball. Oh. They played basketball oh, and other professional sports. Yeah, I forgot he yeah. played baseball. He yeah, sucked he was at sucked baseball. at baseball. But he wasn't a professional, though. He didn't oh, pro. he did it? Minors or something? Oh, yeah, he's a it wasn't like Deion Sanders. Right. So, no, oh, the Jackson. Only, the only person yep. that did, was a Bo successful dual-sport basketball athlete was um, Charlie Ward. Mm. And Charlie Ward played basketball and football. Oh, wow. That's two yeah. tough ones to do together. That's crazy. So, uh, Yes, as uh, fascinating as the topic turn that was over there, Couch Guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dude, the podcast today, uh, for all the listeners, we, we're we very avid uh, Joe Rogan Experience fans. I, anytime I hear something Joe crazy Rogan. on there, <laughs> I try to uh, kick it over to you to make sure that you heard it too. Yeah. And that Bob Lazar, for those of you who don't know, Google him. He, he worked uh, at Area 51. Yep. He's been uh, saying stuff since the 1980s. And little by little, a lot of stuff he's been talking about is, is coming more he's and more true. He's taking multiple polygraph tests and Dude, everything like that. the and... podcast was my I don't know mind. about polygraph tests though, man. Polygraph tests are based off your, because I've, I've taken so many polygraph tests. Yeah, and I think 100% that's not grounds to No, yeah. polygraphs to aren't 100%, per, you know, because a polygraph test is, if you th- actually think it, you know, you could pass it. If you can convince yourself, convince you can pass yourself, it yeah. type of thing. Or if, you're, or if you are so, if you have the capacity to control your heart rate, your blood pressure, all those types of things. Wim Hof he, you know, like of. those spies and stuff that can actually do that type of shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it exists for sure. Yeah, and, and I don't think that's necessarily just the grounds, but there's so many people that have come at this guy. I mean, they de- they deleted his birth certificate. Yeah, that's His social security, like, social security card freaked his mom out. Yep. Like, they really, really came after this dude, and they were trying to say that he never even worked there. They're like, the dude never even worked at Los Alamos. He was never there. And then some person, they put, you know, yep. all yeah. this information out. So much media now. Some dude came up with, a like, a 1982 phone, phone book directory that had him listed at the company. Yep. It was <laughs> His name with a phone number <laughs> mm-hmm. at the company. That um, is and crazy. There's, and there's so many little things like that that give oh, yeah. credibility to the dude's story. He's creepy looking though, man. Like he looks like an alien himself, dude. Have you seen? <laughs> Maybe he is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think. That. Yeah, but the stuff that he was talking about is wild. He's working dude, on like the, okay. the spaceships and shit. Like and when, that, like he said, he's not an alien guy. He's not yeah. like into aliens. He's into cutting edge technology, yeah. which is what he's working on. That it's was like the spaceships. shit that boggled my oh, mind. The shit dude. that was crazy was the magnetic fields. Was gravitational. gravitational field. So he would like try to touch the ship, but he couldn't touch it. It was like the reactor, yeah. Right. Yeah, or the reactor or something. So he's trying to touch it. And it was like putting two magnets together, you know, mm-hmm. like the opposite sides where they, they don't. They don't touch. They don't yeah, touch. except instead of it being an electromagnetic it actual, force, it's actual it was a gravitational force. Yeah, right. And they think, and it's actually gravitational. It was like basically like anti gravity yeah. type of stuff they're talking about, and like it explained so many things because he got in trouble for 
going out there, taking friends out there yeah. back in the eighties. He's like, no one believes me. I'll, I'll show you guys. Come out yeah. and check this out. But meanwhile, while he's working there, they're tracking his entire life. Yeah. In fact, he he found out through his company <laughs> that his, that wife, his was wife was cheating on him because they're tapping the lines and they're following like every every little portion of his life, his whole life just to make sure he's not telling people and the funny thing is and i think that's another part of why he's not dead and why they haven't killed him is because it's not because they were like no this guy's t- telling all these secrets as long as no one gets their hands on the technology, technology. yeah the government's cool they're like okay why don't you say Imagine whatever you want they get the, their hands on that like anti-gravity technology we'd all be fucked Dude. say the russians did or something what's hilarious it or sounds the like North they, they've been trying to work this out for so many years listening to him yeah where like they put it away because science just isn't caught up and the way he was describing how they do the science on it is so stupid. That's why they've never been able to figure the stuff out because they don't want a whole bunch of people to know. Yeah. So they wouldn't let more than two scientists communicate at about a time, it at yeah. a time. Like if you were working on studying, they basically t- would take like smart scientists, put them in a room or whatever, put them in the facility, say, just work on it. And Try to figure out what the hell this is and how too. we use it yeah. and how can we recreate this whole thing. But they would only let two scientists work on it. And they couldn't communicate with anyone else about the, it. Yeah, there was like multiple reactors that they had and multiple ships and stuff that they, he said yeah, that nine, they had. Yeah, nine. Yeah, of, and he uh, said there was only one aircraft. time where he saw where all the hangars were open that he could see the different sizes of ships and reactors and stuff like that. But he was only allowed to uh, work on the one. Yeah. Totally nerding out right now. Yeah, yeah dude. dude. <laughs> was, have, you, have you guys watched... Um, it totally you guys believe in Bigfoot? But, oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, that one's really You just won my son's heart right there. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. No, but uh, Ancient Aliens on Netflix. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah we've, we've been around forever. Yeah, yeah we've talked about that many times. I, I yeah. recently yeah. have. Yeah, that stuff, though, is not. I don't know how vetted yeah. that stuff is either. A lot of that stuff is pretty. Uh, Unbacked. It's cool to think about, and it's yeah. the possibilities. Yes. But that's where this episode came full circle because he, when when Joe Rogan was pushing him on, like, where did this stuff come from? Like, how did you get your hands on it? He said he couldn't really remember. He didn't know for sure, but the only thing he remembered hearing for sure at one point was that at least one of them was from an archaeological dig. Yeah, like what? Yeah, the hell? it's like. Thousands of years ago, the archaeological dig thing. And yeah. we talked about a couple episodes ago about archaeology now. They've yeah. uncovered that uh, humanity may be as old as like 150,000 years, which is crazy old compared to what we thought. We thought we, yeah. Maybe our five, so you know. behind then compared to them. Because remember, they were saying that they come, those ships come from like a well, bi- it binary was a, star. It was a different called way of saying it, that, that it wasn't that our technology is behind, is that that maybe that planet that is the only resource that they have. Yeah. So they're so, so technon- yeah, technologically the point, advanced compared to us because exactly. of their resources. Yeah. That and that have. was the point that he was kind of making with that was yeah. that like just because they have these crazy technologies we don't understand does not mean they're more advanced Smarter. than us. Yeah. It could be a product of where what's what available from. on their planet yeah. and it's just a different evolution. It's not everybody's going to go through steam power and then on to yep. burning fossil Craig fuels Trons and yeah. protons. Craig, Craig Trons. <laughs> <laughs> you yes. know what's so fucked yeah. up about this? I think I talked about this before. Yeah, it, it, it's just a matter of it, it's it's human thing, right? You won't know anything exists unless somebody out there fucking saw or did something about it. Well, Does that make sense? Kind of. I think I know what you're saying. Like Rogan was talking about that today on that show. He was talking about how, like, when you're driving a car. 
Like you're not smart enough to drive a car, like yeah. I mean, to invent a car rather, you know, it's just something that's there. Right. And so it, it's kind of like a big part of what and the whole a, problem yeah. is, is that we've got this crazy technology, but we only have these things because of the collective humanity and the super smart scientists exactly. people that right. actually figure this stuff out. And then Bob Lazar said that, Is that you what know, you're saying? Basically, yeah. I mean, I mean, you won't ever imagine, again, this goes back to... In, I mean, I've seen documentaries and stuff like that. Well, how the fuck do you know what alien looks like? How do you know the big ass head? It's a big old gray circular head. Only well, going to talking about that on the episode as well. Oh yeah, they yeah. were talking about how small the ship was, or how small like the cockpit was and stuff. Yeah. Unless somebody they asked him it. to estimate because he's about five ten, and yeah. he said probably somebody half about size. half my size. Yeah. And going- and and the way he described the inside was so crazy, dude. It's like all smooth. There's no right angles. There's no edges. Everything's just wow. Yeah. yeah. Everything yeah. Looks, looks like fused he said what did he say like if you had like a candle sculpture or something like yeah, that or yeah, ice wax, sculpture yeah. and the or wax sculpture yeah. yeah and then you just melted it a little bit to where everything was sort of smoothed out yeah that was what he described and there the was inside. like no like cockpit there was like no seat or anything right it was just a standing just there yeah and so oh. then, and that's what they were talking about too on the they got later on the episode and they're saying how it wasn't just like you know that maybe you know the the whole cybernetic thing, the cyborg thing. That you know maybe the the, the aliens Connor. aren't <laughs> the aliens. You know maybe they're just like their little cyborgs that they have. They send out somewhere and they're able to do that and kind of like know. an avatar. Yeah, if you ha- if you get a chance, just go listen. Oh, to that, that they were it's... actually not real aliens. They yeah. were just like right. a cyber cybernetic. Yep version Creation of themselves of some sort of themselves of and, themselves. and, and that's what Joe Rogan said too he's like you know well Terminator. Bob Lazar <laughs> was saying that we Sky were is. we and ourselves are our cyborgs oh, because of our you. phones yeah we're somebody cyborgs was... and ourselves because of the phones because you know we walk around we have all these crazy technologies we're able to ask something something and they're able to feed it to you and tell you and you know yep. do all these things and yeah and that's then, crazy oh, wow. that's Rogan's whole thing he thinks that eventually everything's going to be that Technology and and, hum- and humanity is going to merge, yeah, and it's starting to happen. You know, iWatches and phones, and oh, you always have it. And you fucking people are having embedded chips in them to, to yeah, do like yeah, their literally, work and right? Like that, yeah, yeah. So it's it's crazy. Shit. But the craziest takeaway from the whole podcast was just how real this shit all seemed all oh, of a yeah. sudden. Like I, I always, I never thought much about aliens. Like here and there, you know, oh, it's a cool thought. I figured mathematically, it's got to be pretty highly likely. I just that think something. Be- as we're getting more techno- technologically advanced, we're starting to see different things. We're starting to get different mm. views on life in general. Well, and that's what the thing with why they put it away for a while, because science isn't advanced enough. Yeah. And now physics, and even Bob Lazar said that, because they recently brought this stuff back out, and they have a similar project going again. Yeah. And because that, we've been advancing so fast. Right. And particularly in physics, because yeah. so much of what's coming out in physics now, they're starting to go, oh, maybe, because they just had no idea. Yeah. And then no matter how brilliant of a scientist you have, you put two scientists in a room, and you're like, <laughs> this foreign crazy thing, just try to figure it out. His analogy was perfect when he was saying it was basically like if you lived in Victorian times and, and somebody just dropped a, a no, he said a nuclear reactor. Oh, right, yeah. That one too, yeah. yeah. But he said a nuclear reactor and gave it to some scientists of the time and said, this is really advanced technology. Figure Go ahead and figure it out. out. And probably going to blow themselves up. I mean... Yeah, and, well, he, and said, he said, "Yeah, the they dude tried to be- split the reactor." And- he said, "The dude before him that was yeah. in the position before him, he knows for a fact he died. He doesn't know exactly what happened, but he's pretty sure what they tra- had at a certain point they tried to Open that it. thing that uh, Fran was describing, that like the anti gravity sphere kind of thing, the reactor, yeah, yeah, that you couldn't basically get close to or whatever." Um, uh, he tried. They tried to open it <laughs> or cut it or yeah. something like that, right? Break it apart, yeah. and the 
the dude died. So he doesn't know the details. He didn't know what happened, but he was just a replacement. That's why you think about that. You're like, if you had scientists in the Victorian time, like the most brilliant, you know, yeah. Leonardo da Vinci, the smartest guys <laughs> at the time, and you give them a nuclear reactor, they have no idea. They have no understanding Chernobyl. of the science. They had, <laughs> they had no idea of like the, the radiation. So there's probably some sort of radiation going on, sure. going well, on from like some different sort of. Well, no, they were saying that when they, when they, they were able to get close to it because there was no radiation on it. It was just something completely that they, they didn't know about at all because they said when they started it up and however it got started, but there could be different types of radiation from different elements that we don't yeah. even. But they know were of. saying how it was, you know, how when they started it up that they had no heat emission to it. That it was like so crazy. They couldn't that it, figure that they out. They couldn't figure yeah, it out. Yeah, because everything here creates heat. Yeah, yeah. Everything. If you have some kind of energy that's propelling something or creating some amount of force, there's always going to be heat. Right. As far as we know, yeah. our understanding. Yeah. And that's why the podcast was so mind boggling. It was like, oh, not only does the government, they do have this stuff, but they don't even know what the hell it is. They've been trying for decades to yeah. figure out how to use it or what it what it's for. Yeah. Yeah, this is the craziest podcast. We started with bodybuilding, plantar fasciitis, <laughs> and now we're talking about fucking aliens. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to cut that little clip right there yeah. for, the, for the teaser for this episode. But yeah, no, it's it was a wild thing, and like you said, they're just, they try to erase his life, and <laughs> yeah. you know what's so crazy about that though, and this is most likely why they allow it to happen is because after a while, it's gone. This conversation is completely gone unless this guy really continues to pursue it. Oh, he's been talking since the eighties, bro. Yeah, I think within our lifetime, but, there's I mean, probably something gonna. But nobody gonna besides Joe Rogan that made it pop up again this reason. Well, yeah, you're right. Who's I'm? I am curious what the consequences or what the reaction is going to be because Joe Rogan has an has enormous a footprint. On, yeah. He has more than yeah. like network television and stuff. So yeah, right, the amount of people that are going to hear that and hear this dude that sounds like a reasonable guy, he doesn't sound like a crazy person. No. With facts, yeah, well, they just made lot. that movie on Netflix. I want to watch it. I know, I know. Wait, what movie? They were talking about that. The Bob Lazar Project. Yeah. They, there oh, was it was the, a movie. The, the guy was on there with I thought it was on Netflix. Yeah, the director was on there, yeah. No, it's on Netflix now. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. watch it tonight. And Fuck. on the episode was the Let's dude who directed the directed movie. Him, yeah. He was on the episode too. He didn't talk a ton, but but he was on there. It's wow. based off his experience though, right? Yeah, and yeah. he's an alien guy. That guy is full on, yeah. like straight yeah. up, there's <laughs> aliens. I think, isn't it titled... It's the Bob Lazar, Bob Lazar project. U- the UF- oh, that's the movie, huh? I think that's the yeah. He's got a book or something. I Google it today. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> I was getting what? into it. I was like, all right. The yeah. fact that now he that Netflix even took care took over this shit, now it's really going to I mean, there's a lot of crazy shit on Netflix. It's not yeah, there is some dumb shit <laughs> on the same thing. Hey, but, but hey, connect. it's just like Bigfoot. You know, everyone's like, oh, yeah. Bigfoot but exists, and they make a shit ton of movies about Bigfoot, and we still haven't fucking seen him. But now mm-hmm. you're connecting Joe Rogan's network to Netflix. I don't know. I, I, have, I have a theory that I think the reason that they don't necessarily shut them down, I'm sure there's multitudes of reasons, but they got to socialize it with the populace at some point, right? If they really plan to potentially expose it. One of the greatest points they had was when they were like trying to figure out, but why wouldn't you tell the public if you don't know what the hell you have, you you don't know how to use it. You know, it's immensely powerful. What are you going to tell people? Well, to control we got the some shit. We don't really know what it is. We think it might be some alien stuff. We've been working on it for like 30, 40 years. We still don't know what it is. Some dude died working on it. it cre- we, it we're could not create sure. conflicts too. Yeah. With yeah. Other countries. But, uh, but don't but anyway, worry, guys. News release. But everything. Yeah. yeah. But don't worry, guys. <laughs> In other news. Should <laughs> <laughs> be the giraffe at the zoo. What are these yeah. guys? Well, that's no, the other thing too. That they they figured too is when they were talking about him leaking all this information that. You know, that people were like, oh, there's just another fucking kooky, crazy guy talking about aliens and shit. Mm-hmm. He's just, a, don't worry, guys. He's a fucking crazy guy. 
There's no such thing as this yeah. shit. He's crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just mind-boggling to me because it was the first time I ever heard something that sounded convincing. It sounded like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. It did freak me out a little bit. Oh, dude, it's it's wild. Well, I was so confused, dude, because I took physics so long ago uh-huh. that I was like, when they started talking about gravity as a wave, I was like, what? <laughs> I, when I learned in physics, when I learned about gravity, it was the a bending of space-time, mm-hmm. which it also does. Yeah. But now, I guess since then, I guess in 2015, they came out and announced that uh, gravity actually has waveforms as well, which is like light, you know, like light and sound and stuff like that has has these waveforms. And then right after I listened to the podcast, I found a, an article for four new gravitational wave detections. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Oh snap! That's go a real thing. Go fucking figure. <laughs> yeah, it's all kinds of. And modern physics is mind-boggling, dude. Yeah, it like merges with like Buddhism and stuff. <laughs> like it's really crazy stuff that like uh, a- ancient religions have been saying for thousands of years. Physics is now starting to line up with this stuff, and it's like it's it's crazy, dude. So I can see uh, why they why it's uh, such a big deal. That's why it's a big deal to me. Yeah. I really want to see what the echoing effect is going to be from this podcast of reaching this many millions of people. Oh. Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. Uh, but in other news, <laughs> guests watching horror as a massive huntsman spider eats a possum in their ski lodge. Have you seen this? What? They what took the pictures f- of it. I don't think they have videos, but there's a pictures. A hunter spider eating a possum? Bro, it's unbelievable. They come back to their sky. This is in like, hold on, it's not Australia. Oh, what? I got to Poss- see this. Mike, pull, pull, pull it up. I, yeah. I, 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 I Can I you repeat that? I'm a little confused. You said a possum? A huntsman spider. Uh-huh. Uh Eats eating a possum. So these people came back into their oh, ski lodge, sp- and there's a spider. And it's is, is it New Guinea or some shit? What? Where am I thinking of? It's like Australia. It reminded me of like Australia, New Zealand, it's Lord of, of the Rings type spider. Yeah, it's, Mount it's Field National Park in Tasmania. Yeah, so Australia, bro. I don't know if that's the same one. Guess watching horror. This was at a ski lodge. The people come back to the ski lodge. They walk in. Let me see that. I have to see if that's the right video. Bro, no, this is for real. It's like holding Is this it in a the video air. or a It's like pictures. Yes, okay. Yep, yep. possum at a ski lo- Dude, like, those are some mutant oh, spiders. Oh, battery. Oh. <laughs> that's what happened to me 2 weeks ago. <laughs> Same thing right in the middle of the episode. <laughs> it sucks. Battery just freaking died. Uh yeah, that's just crazy to think that that stuff exists. That alone makes me think there's aliens. Like there are spiders eating mammals, dude. You come and it's one thing to like know that that exists. Like scientifically, we know there are spiders. You've oh, seen dude. these spiders that catch birds and shit like that. But to come back to your freaking ski lodge room, you yeah. walk into your room and that's the scene: a giant ass spider in the corner yeah. of the room eating a mammal. Well, remember I told you there was a thing that um, what was it? Me and Tier were listening to that one time. Some something on some podcast I was listening to randomly, and they were talking about you know the spiders that you see. Out in the open, you know, that you go on and squish and squash and everything like that. Those are the unintelligent ones. Those are the dumb ones that don't know their This was a fun well. fact, wasn't it? Yeah. And <laughs> imagine the shit that you don't see. Mm. Imagine the ones that are surviving because they haven't been caught yet. Well, there's so many like undiscovered ass, creatures in the yeah. world. Oh, yeah. If you think yes. about it, like, the first of all, the, in the sea Amazon. is so fucking in immense. The Amazon, the Amazon. Canada species like like bugs and spiders and mammals that they have never found before. Like, yeah, dude. <laughs> most of the world is actually like still not. People don't live in like most of the world. Yeah, like you said, the water, the ocean, yeah. the dude, ocean, dude. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. so much unknown about the ocean. Like we talk about all these yeah. aliens, the Pacific and stuff. Northwest. Yeah, dude. Well, that was uh, the thing too. Like <laughs> bringing in, it back. Yeah. Well, that was the other Big thing too. Fight. They were talking about I think in, in Joe Rogan talking about the um, aquatic 
aliens, the possibilities. Of, oh of yeah, those they saw two. the yeah. the ships coming out of the water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because of the gravi- that gravitational. He yeah. was saying that if you can create gravity, if like you can create your own gravitational field, it doesn't matter what your medium is. You yeah. go through water, sky, right <laughs> through the earth. It doesn't matter. You could just travel anywhere you wanted to. In any <laughs> Tony, I get it now. now. That movie, the Megalodon movie. <laughs> Fuck that shit. That little water of Godzilla? air surface. No, that surface, <laughs> that air surface that they're talking about. Somebody fucking discovered that and put it in a fucking movie and like, hey, that shit's real. <laughs> Fuck you guys. We got you all guys these movies. Couch guy bringing us home yeah. with absolute nonsense. Yes. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'll talk about it later. <laughs> we still Holy gotta talk shit. about this stuff next week. We did it, Pierce. Episode 100 is in the bag. 100. Yes, indeed, sir. sir. Thank you so much for coming on, dude. You are oh, very you, first man. guest. I really appreciate it. This is yes. awesome. It's so much fun. First 5100. Yes, Jose Francisco Espinosa. Aliens, sir. Bigfoot, bodybuilding. Yeah, with that dollar, it's a wrap. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>